in life for free But you can give them to the birds and bees I want money You are listening to The Broom Closet, NFT insights and strategies. This is where we go deep with the biggest NFT collectors in the game. It's time to quit paper handing all your blue chip plays and learn the insights and strategies of the diamond hand holders. And for all of the artists new and old, this is the place to hear what the big buyers are really looking for and the red flags they're aiming to avoid. My name is Mofo, longtime crypto degen. NFT collector and the founder of the Gotham Apes Project. With me is my co-host, the legendary artist and mastermind behind the Phantom Punks, OG Sarge. What's up, sir? What's up, Mofo Degen? <laughs> Mofo Degen. Wouldn't be the first time I've heard that. Hey, so I got new headphones. Does it sound all right? Sounds great. Yeah, Crystal, I got crystal clear. Got rid of the Bluetooth, man. I've been reading about how they uh Rot your brain out, that Bluetooth technology. Uh-oh. Alpha. Yeah. Been crushing those every day for so long that, um, I don't know, it's time to take a step back. I got plugins. You can Back to the cord. Back to the cord, man. Back to the cord. It's like um, a reverse vasectomy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> back to the basics. Yeah, let's bring it back. So, yeah, today we have Julian of Binary Punks. Uh, he should be joining us here shortly. He is, I think, driving in the traffic of somewhere in England. So uh, I'm not sure how the traffic is over there. Over here it sucks. So he says it's pretty bad. So we'll just wait and see when he jumps in. Oh, I see him right now. There we go. Oh, there he is. Perfect. perfect. Right on time. Invite has been sent. OG. Still a listener. There we go. Hey, how you doing? Hello, sir. Oh, sorry I'm late. No, you're right on time, man. We just started. Oh, cool. <laughs> perfect, yeah, perfect. Bit a bit manic. And um, yeah, I got caught in traffic and stuff. So um, yeah, not perfect, but um, really appreciate uh, coming in here and, uh, and speaking to you all. Yeah, are you are you in London? Is that where you are? I'm um, a little bit further out, so I'm down on the Dorset coast. So I'm about right um, about an hour and a half or so from London. Is that the major city uh, closest to you? Um, well, Bournemouth is my my sort of main. Well, it's not a city; it's a town, but probably that's the most right. uh, well known locally. Or then Southampton is a little bit further away. Gotcha, gotcha. Awesome. Well. Thank you for joining us. This is episode 14 of The Broom Closet. You know, for those of you who haven't been um, you know, listening, uh, you can download for free all of the episodes where we bring up the biggest investors on iTunes and Spotify. Um, but, uh, but again, thanks for joining us. Um, and I don't know, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself, your background, uh, and your NFT journey? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, so I, I'm I'm Julian. Um, so obviously I'm quite happy to use my name as well. So um, that's not a problem for me. But uh, um, I'm um, my background really is I'm I'm a typographic designer uh, by trade. I studied at art college, uh, did typography, um, and and that was really yeah. So I was re- very much sort of graphic design. I, I've uh, worked as a graphic designer for many years um and sort of ran my own company just a, just a you know sole trader just uh had my own client base um and have done that for for many many years really um and then i kind of well i got into crypto by by accident really um uh came across a a, a newsletter dropped through my letterbox once and it um, had an article about bitcoin um this was like 2011 late 2011 so um, and it piqued my fancy. I was really, really interested in, in what they were saying. Um, I was already a, a sort of silver buff, um, precious metals and everything. So I was kind of, I've always been kind of anti-establishment. Um, so Bitcoin, you know, yeah, piqued my fancy. And um, so 
just sort of started getting into there. I started mining it. Um, uh, I got a little um, uh, as a butterfly mining rig, and um, I was mining on various sort of pools back then. Um, no idea what what's happened to the <laughs> the Bitcoin I mined, but because uh, this is all pre Mount Gox, all that sort of stuff. So, ah, uh, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I've I've got a laptop which I burnt the motherboard out from mining. So um, I've still got it. So some in some somewhere or other, there's probably some Bitcoin on there that I can somehow extract. But <clears throat> I'm not really bothered. It's sort of I, I like to think of it as my first ever NFT. So. Um, it's going to hang on the wall, and and I'm going to put like a little clock, <laughs> value clock next to it. Sort of how much is this worth? You know. So, oh, uh, don't torture yourself. Please, <laughs> there's got to be a way to get it. I mean, if it's only the motherboard, your your hard drive is probably still good. That's true. It is true. So it might well be something that I can do, but I can't remember the the pools that I was mining from. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I should be able to in some way, but send it to me. I'll figure out how to fix it. Yeah, <laughs> you can take half of it. <laughs> oh, that's a sweet deal. Take yeah. that deal. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's that's sort of how I started. Um, I kind of lost track a little bit just because, um, you know, work commitments, family commitments, um, just sort of getting by and whatever. And, and then reconnected a bit more around sort of 2016. Um, or a little bit before that, but um, but I was buying, I was then buying Bitcoin around about, it was about $150 or something, which is just just bizarre uh, when I think about it now. Um, it wasn't huge amounts, by the way, like, you know, I ha- I'd have a few Bitcoin, just like, um, but, um, but even then, I-, I thought I was late to the party, you know, I thought, oh, well, you know, um, yeah, it's... Um, I'm buying it high and and there's loads of people who've like literally got it at cents. So it was kind of bizarre, but, um, and then, and then obviously, you know, things took off, but even back then I, there, anyone who tells you that, you know, are oh, they, they, they knew that Bitcoin was going to go to where it went to is lying. Absolutely. Um, you know, yes, everyone believed that, you know, it could do something and, and what have you, but, not the value that it has has seen since, and and I think probably most people would have, when it hit a thousand or or more, they would have sold a lot of their Bitcoin at then. Yeah, um, I, I I tend to believe that too. I think anyone that says they've held it from pennies and all that either you know lost their their uh, external hard drive or it broke like yours, you know. Yeah. Um, and they're forced to hold it, or it was stuck in Mount Gox. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's hard to imagine how big that was, Matt Gotts at the time. It, it, that did take a lot of funds that a lot of people had um, and could never get back. So uh, Until yeah. this week. I believe that is this week where they are getting their, their Bitcoin back. So ah, right. see what, how that affects the market. Yeah. Wow. Is it, is, it, is it much of a percentage they get back? I'm not, I'm not sure on that. Maybe Goth knows that info. I think that, you know, I, I did some quick numbers and I don't know if this is fully accurate, but it seems like about 0.6% of all Bitcoin will be back available in the market. Hmm. So yeah, it's a reasonable amount, but not like, you know, yeah. not, not a crazy, crazy amount. Should be absorbed. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that will. I thought it was going to be more than that, actually. So I think that probably will be absorbed. There's still probably quite a lot of Bitcoin in, in actual fact, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, God, if it had been, you know, 30, 40 percent, then that might have been a bit more of a worry. But um, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's 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 cool. Um, so I, after that, I um, I moved on and um, moving forward a bit to, to Phantom. Um, I, I'm part of a project called Campeki, um, and it's a lending and borrowing DAP, um, which we launched on Phantom. I guess about a year ago now, um, but it took a while for um, us to to get onto Phantom. We were originally on Ethereum. We had a, like a um, minimum value product MVP uh, on Ethereum worked really well, but the gas fees were were a nightmare at the time. If you remember back, there was a time when people were just spending hundreds of dollars just to do a transaction. It was just ridiculous. Um, so we wanted to get across to Phantom, but it took good few months to do the integration we were waiting on Chainlink. um there was you know f- some various third party 
aspects that were out of our control. But um, while we were waiting, uh, a few of us that sort of in the team or around the team um, decided, well, let's come on to Phantom. Let's let's actually road test it and really get a good feel for it. Um, so this was uh, early 21, um, sort of January time, whatever. Um, and uh, as a team, we set up um, Shiva Phantom. Um, so that was um, Lord Shiva Phantom, obviously, was the, the main protagonist there. And uh, a few other people you'll probably know, like Golden um, and VCC, who did Generapes, and myself. Um, we were sort of part of the team behind it and just doing bits i did you know graphics and various things helping out really um and and sort of being part of the team and um that was that was really cool because we really got a feel for phantom and and none of us left so once once we were here we were like we love it um and um myself and vcc really got into the more of the nft side of things so he created degenerates um and uh, which was you know just a small collection but it was really cool stuff um we all sorry we also had um the um the nfts for uh, shiva phantom as well so you know lord shiva phantom did did his stuff the shiva punks and stuff um and gold oh, i did, I did not realize you were part of that group that's that's pretty yeah. cool yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. cool <laughs> and and golden did uh his nfts as well um so sort of helping him with that so um yeah we we, we just sort of got started and and my my start really was i did a a little sample for um vcc of his degenerates in binary i i found this uh way of creating binary code and and just thought it looked really cool it was very graphic type and typographic which was really you know in my wheelhouse and um he he jokingly said oh you should uh you should recreate crypto punks with that that's really cool and i went yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I might do that. And he went, no, 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 it's only a joke because that's like loads of work um, because each one has to be sort of manually converted and then color corrected in Photoshop. And just it's it was a fairly manual process um, to do one by one. But I was up, up for the task, thought it'd be, you know, a really cool project to do. Um, and at the time, um, Golden had got hacked. Um, he had a... Um, um uh, a, a coin and everything that the the dev uh, hacked the wallet and bled all the funds dry and i think it was about three quarters of a million dollars that he lost uh. so yeah it wasn't great and um and i just thought well what can i do to try and help because i the the part that i struggled with was i saw the human aspect of what had happened he you know he was really you know quite cut up obviously about what had happened and needed to try and make everyone whole and it wasn't it wasn't anything he'd done it was a rogue dev so so i said look if i can make this happen then i'll i'll cut you in on um you know some of the anything that i get from it so so i worked for about six weeks or so like 20 hour days it was quite a lot i put into it um to get to launch and then obviously binary punks launched and um it was yeah it was it was pretty successful so um that was kind of my start for in NFTs, and um, and I've yeah I've never looked back, and now, thankfully, um, really pleased to be able to say I'm part of the of the NFT community on Phantom, which is a, an amazing place to be. Really, it really is. It really is. Indeed. Yeah, great story. I'll, you know, I'm always I'm always fascinated by the, uh, fascinated by this segment of the show because so many different backgrounds. Uh, uh, all with a you know very common thread of uh, you know a love for for crypto, a love for Web three um, art, and you know which which kind of really brings me to my next topic. Mm. You know, talking about art and you know the different tastes that everybody has in art. You know, what are the styles that really draw you in uh, and get you excited? Sure. Um, I mean, like, like I say, I'm, I'm I'm a type graphic designer, so I I really love stuff which has got a very clear uh, style um, and, and a graphic sense about it um, and I think like a, probably a really good and a, and a big uh, collection that we all we all love that uh, that fits that bill for me is is what teens is doing um, everything all the teens on acid stuff is just it's got such a beautiful graphic 
um, resonance about it. Um, it's really sort of a real brand kind of feel. Um, and I, I really like that because I think that that, that, that has legs to, to open out and become and, and, you know, and, and that's obviously what teens is doing. So, you know, that sort of thing just really resonates for me. Uh, others that I feel are doing similar sort of things are um, Elle's got a, an, a, a wonderful style about her work um, that is very brand for me. Um, and Selick is another yeah, one that sort of trips off the tongue. Um, his sort of style of um, graffiti is just iconic. And, and, I, and I really like that kind of thing. But, I mean, I've, I could I could spend an hour talking about artists in the in our space that I love, so I almost feel bad not saying uh, names and and just picking a few names out of the hat. But um, yeah, that that's kind of something that, that does resonate for me. Oh, someone like V is really cool, very underrated. What he does for Beethoven is is amazing, um, and it was nice to see he got a real shout out on. Um, phantom alerts uh this week for some pieces he did for them they were really cool so yeah that's a, just a I, I i i'm i'm it's a broad selection to be honest that i do like so i'm that's not i don't want to limit um that and uh and i certainly don't want to uh yeah i already feel oh shit i need to name <laughs> X, y, and Z, yeah. yeah no yeah it's an almost impossible question to answer fully yeah. you know yeah. yeah. Well, you get a range of you get you get a range of responses to that question. Some people are super laser focused. You know, they're like really love eight bit art, um, yep. and you know they they really like specific things. But a lot of people, um, you know, like myself, and you know, have a wide range. You know, I I know that I like it when I like it, um, and I know that I don't when I don't. Um, you know, not to say that my wallet's full of only things I like because you know I, oftentimes I'm. I'm supporting projects of people I really like, but it's not necessarily my style of art. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting, uh, it's interesting to hear feedback from people on on whether they're you know a generalist or very very focused. Yeah, no, I, I there's a lot of different things I, I like and and will continue to to buy along the way. Um, I'm obviously some clearly I'm in awe of a lot of the artists that we have um, that do sort of one of one pieces and, and are building their collections that way um just the talent is jaw-droppingly good on phantom um and i i don't know whether i'm seeing this from rose tinted specs or not because you know I'm, I'm on phantom part of it but i genuinely believe that the quality on phantom is just the the level of quality is so good and above others and i'm not that's i'm not decrying other other chains because there's really good art on other chains but the amount of quality that we've got on phantom is unreal i think i couldn't agree more couldn't agree more let me pause just for one second and uh, mm. do one of our giveaways for those that are listening i'm going to give away uh, you know, one of our ape bits tokens today um so all you need to do is go to my pinned post give it a like give it a retweet you know tag two or three of your friends uh, and in you know ten or fifteen minutes, I will run Twitter Picker and give away an eight bits um, disclaimer. If your account is a clear um, you know contest hunter, um, you know not really an engaged member of the community, I do res- reserve the right to re-roll it. So um, if you are interested in a free eight bits, go ahead and follow those instructions, and I'll run a Twitter Picker in about ten minutes. Um, Let's talk about cross-chain. Uh, you know, cross-chain mm. NFTs are all over the place right now. Uh, people are jumping back and forth between, you know, Soul, Avax, Phantom, Ethereum. You know, so many different places. HBAR. Um, you know, all of these things. Um, what chains do you track and collect on, and any specific reasons why? Um, and you know, give me some thoughts on the on the subject in general. Sure. Um, well, I've, I've probably got a little bit of a different um feel from most at the moment because um bizarrely i got um i got headhunted um a few weeks back um to launch uh, a new nft marketplace on avax so um so uh, we're we're actually launching um probably either the end of this week or next week um so wow that's pretty yeah. quick pretty cool yeah absolutely it's, oh, yeah. Um, 
pretty exciting. Um, and yeah, I was, I was quite sort of honoured to be to be asked um, to come and do that. Um, now we're it's starting out on Abax, um, which is a chain I, I I do love anyway, um, and a lot of good art we has gone across from Phantom to uh, to Abax, and obviously. Uh, potluck and so on have been and campfire have been trailblazers in that and huge respect to everything that they've done and are, and are continuing to do so um it's really broadened out that especially that link between those two chains but um uh, I, yeah i i'm 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 all for multi-chain um uh i think that's really where we want to be is that you know you can be buying art and it's it's not really about necessarily about the chain you're on um they will, I will always have a love for Phantom, um, and and I think that's it's kind of ingrained in us now. Um, but um, but I, I do think that it is a really positive step forward to 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 be going towards multi-chain, um, and that's obviously something that I, I will be doing with the with the marketplace. Although it's, it starts on Avax, it will be coming to Phantom first. Um, it's going to be on Polygon. Um, and then it'll eventually be on um, Ethereum and and further afield. So and eventually, you know, fully multi-chain. So um, I'm yeah, I'm very much a positive um, uh, for for seeing that for definite. Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like um, we're building, and you are specifically building towards a future where um, there might be one or two main marketplaces um, where you could purchase NFTs and they'll be on all the different chains, but in one spot. And, mm. and then maybe you could, you know, choose uh, which chain you want to use for that transaction, whether, you know, whether it be for security yeah. reasons or speed or cost, um, you know, sort of like uh, what we see now on all the different uh, web two you know, Amazon, where you can choose your credit card or PayPal or whatever it is. Um, I feel like that's what we're building towards. I think it will take time, but it's just, it's nice to hear that more people are building more marketplaces, more ways that uh, this could become a reality. Yeah. And I I liken it a little bit to the way that um, you've got sort of Netflix and Amazon and Disney and, uh, you know, and so on. Um, And, you know, there'll probably be uh, unique content on certain chains maybe you know that they they do special things that they want to do because that's the, their their original chain of support but um, but people will go um, and they'll they'll dip into all the different chains and and enjoy I, I like to think that the art will be the, the the winner here and that that will always be the dominant reason why people um you know come to the nft marketplaces and um and enjoy being there i'm you know so, something I, i'm hoping that i'll be able to achieve is uh, building a community around that as well I, I i don't like marketplaces which are just literally there just to uh you know just to show the art you know let's let's make it more than that um let's do things and 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 build it around community as well that's that's sort of how i see it so um it's going to be interesting i mean it's an exciting time and we say this a lot but we're still very early in this yeah totally totally um interesting perspective you know i i I don't disagree i think it's you know the cross chain is is the future and you're kind of tying it all together um, is, is going to be key as, as we, as we move forward. Um, well, as, I'm, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm all about um, trying to get a wider audience for, I, I st- will always sort of think of it starting from Phantom and Phantom of our community of artists. And I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking, well, we need to open wider the view of, of the art it's too good to be sat here just on phantom and for loads of people not to know how good these artists are that's that's really kind of the emphasis for me a million percent it's all it all for me personally i'm like on a on a mission to completely protect and elevate all of our og artists here on phantom because like you said there is nothing like it out there and they need to be elevated and recognized and you know 
we have such a small community on Phantom, it will grow as the years go on, but why not branch over to these other chains and introduce them to all of our insane artists? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I mean, obviously, both of you know that I've got something cooking in the background that we might get onto in a bit, but uh, it's all about, um, you know, ex- exposure for the artists and, yeah, and just, yeah, being seen by people properly, properly. So. Well, you, you bring up an interesting point that, you know, I was scrolling Twitter yesterday and, and um, you know, there was you know, a, a, an individual that I follow that was, you know, kind of seemed, um, I don't know, just starting to question like, hey, you know, what are, what's the goal here? And as we talk about cross-chain, you know, what do you think about, you know, artists that are, um, you know, dropping a project on Phantom and then dropping, you know, close to or identical projects um, uh, along other chains, um, you know, like Ethereum or AVAX or, or whatnot? Um, yeah, I, I much prefer the idea of going to other chains and bringing new aspects to the table. So, um, you know, it, it, continuing your journey as an artist and launching stuff on, on new chains I'm, I'm, I'm all for that, but probably, you know, bringing new stuff each time, um, is preferable to me, if that makes sense. Um, I'm not, I'm not knocking anything, but, um, but I, I, I just like to see artists continue their journey and, and do, um, you know, just keep pushing the envelope a bit really. So, um, and that, that's why I think, you know, going cross chain is going to be of most benefit is just yeah just doing it that way really but um you know there's this uh just creating something again on another um blockchain you know it's i don't i don't you know i don't really it's not really adding enough i think maybe um but it's still it's still progressing the the visibility of your work so you know it's not it's not all mm-hmm. negative so um you know um yeah that's how i see it um personally yeah. is that um you're just getting more eyes on your on your art you know mm-hmm. and and um again like does it matter what chain it's on in the end does it matter i don't know some people are tribal about that. But for me, I don't, if I see art on another chain, I, I like it, I'm going to buy it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't really necessarily care what the, the background, what it's running on. Um, especially if they're part of the phantom community already, you know, I already know that, you know, I'm part of that community. So mm-hmm. I just tend to support any project that's going to venture out uh, across across the world of different chains, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I, I suppose the ultimate is that this is all seamless and you can't, almost can't really tell, you, you know, where it's come from. It's just, it's it's about the art. It's not about the chain necessarily. Um, so, you know, it will be nice if we get to that point. Um, but I, I think, and that's why I think the community is really the more important aspect here is, building that building your community as an artist um and and and, and letting people know because the, yeah the, the the chain is is underlying um it's it's not the thing that actually like bonds us together it's it's us that's it's, it it's the artists and the, and the collectors hundred mm-hmm. percent it's community so it shouldn't matter what chain anyone's launching on if you have yeah. the community already in place established they'll go with you wherever you go because it's about the art in the end yeah. do, you, do you feel like there is a responsibility of uh the artists especially if they're dropping you know jumping jumping chains with you know similar art to you know, reward the the OG holders on the original chain, or is it just kind of you know there, no promises, no no you know no need? Um, I think it's always good to be able to reward uh, OG holders uh, wherever you can. Um, so, uh, personally speaking, um, it's something that I've I've done and I'm cont- going to continue to do. Where I've dropped a new collection. Um, there's been an airdrop in it for um, holders, binary punk holders. So 
um, they will always, that's always going to be my Genesis collection. And if you are a holder of that, you will always get something as I go forward. Now, either it's an airdrop because it's a big, it's a big enough collection where I can get that sent out to everyone. Cause I think it's about 1400 holders. So, um, so that works. And then maybe if, or if it's something small that I've done, then, then they get some kind of, um, like whitelist opportunity or some, um, some kind of benefit for, for actually holding uh, a binary punk. So, um, I, I think that's a, that's a good thing. What I don't necessarily think is always a good thing is that uh, maybe that there is an expectation always to have to give free uh, art away um, because the there's a lot of work goes into what the art artists are doing and um, and it it's a we do it from love of, of what we're doing. We're passionate about what we're bringing, but ultimately, you know, everyone's got to put food on the table. You know, a lot, a lot of guys, this is, you know, this is where they're, you know, paying their bills and everything. And, um, and sometimes I think, you know, that's, that can be sort of like missed a little bit sometimes. Um, I, I, I might make a, a, an example here. This is just an observation from me, so I hope I'm, you know, it's a, a fair observation and uh, or whatever. But an amazing free mint that that happened what about a week or so ago was Cool Kids and, and Selic doing dropping their sewer rats. I thought the artwork was on point. It's a fantastic collection, just really cool. The whole um, piece they did around it, you know, the the little gifts they did, the music. Just, I loved it. That's really, really um, in my in my space. And a free mint is amazing, okay? But I, then they're, so they're only making from the secondary market. And in the secondary market, they're, they're literally going for like a few dollars. Now, both of the guys have put in a lot of hard work in that collection. And what I think they're getting back reward in value um, back to them monetarily is nowhere near the level of commitment and skill that they've put into the collection to this point. So I, I, I like, I like the idea of definitely offering things to OG holders and everything like that. But I also worry sometimes that value that needs to go back to the artist kind of gets a little bit lost sometimes. Does that, Am I, does yep. that make sense? You know, well, I, mean? I, I think it definitely stings in bear markets, but you know, yeah, artists yeah. certainly, or artists will certainly, or you know, have historically, um, you know, uh, reaped some rewards in a bull market. You know, if they, you know, if they, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, convert some to you know uh, USDC or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's bear markets are really tough. You know, I've been in, uh, you've, it yeah. sounds like you've been in long enough and I've certainly been in long enough to have been through multiple, you know, three or four pretty ruthless bear markets. And, uh, you know, the mentality shifts, the energy shifts, the, um, the morale shifts in such a way that it, it's, it's really tough. You know, the, um, consumers, uh, the collectors want more. And, you know, again, it leaves less for the artists to, uh, to feed themselves, feed their families. And, um, you know, it, it's a challenge. So, you know, being yeah. able to build in a, in a bear market is, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, but, you know, those that can, I believe, will be really well off and prepared uh, for and if there is a, a future bull market. Yeah, no, I, I think so. And um, mistakes are easily made. And, and, and I'm going to fess up right now. I've made plenty of mistakes to get to this point. Um, probably my biggest mistake right now is um obviously with my collection i have the physical aspect to it um which is quite a daunting sort of prospect in in its own right because it's a ten thousand um uh, collection um that's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of uh, acrylics um that are going out and and so and, and they're beautiful by the way beautiful i have two of them and very well done kudos thank you yeah, that that means a lot coming from him, and uh, really appreciate that. Um, you know, I I I love them myself, um, 
don't get me wrong you know when i'm uh, when i'm putting them together and packing them it's like it's like birthing <laughs> you know what i mean um it's they really feel you know almost like don't want to give them away kind of thing but they so i i to hear that you know you're holding some and and you like them to that level as well is much appreciated um but what i was going to say was that, that i made the classic mistake of not converting to the usdc as you mentioned there and um so i've got i'm i'm in the in the process of fulfilling uh loads uh hundreds i think about sort of six or seven hundred uh that are going out at the moment and um i got paid the postage for them a few months yeah. back um but i didn't switch it to usdc so what i've yeah. now got or <laughs> what i've now got is one like one tenth of the 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 value yeah. that i was sent now that's not holder's fault that's my fault that's on me i didn't yeah. switch it so i have to make up the difference um and which is what i'm doing um and getting them out and i'm not saying that as any sort of sub story uh i i take the rap on that um and and i have to still deliver because every person that's bought a binary punk has paid good money for that and often they bought the punk at quite a high price um and they will get their acrylic now yes it's taken me a long time there's been a few issues outside of my control in that and here we are like six months down the line and I'm still fulfilling. But rest assured, every single holder will get a pristine acrylic. And like you say, hopefully when they get it, they will feel that it was worth the wait because <laughs> that's the key. Yeah, it's that, that, that's a, an interesting conundrum that uh, you know I also find myself in to some degree. Now, I, you know... Uh, <laughs> I have a background. Many people know that I spent, you know, years of my life as a uh, as a trader. Um, so I'm, you know, I I, under, I understand the the psychology behind it, and I also understand that discipline is incredibly important uh, as a trader. Um, but not only just that; it's it's really discipline everywhere. And so, and I've actually, you know, you know, I've actually been pretty bad about discipline in in certain areas. But one, you know, one thing that I did is. Um, you know, I, I, for, for my Genesis collection, I also promised a physical and a hoodie and swag and all that, all those items. So, you know, one thing I did, you know, a few months back was I, you know, as I was selling these things, I, I did start con converting essentially just enough that I knew it was going to take to print these things, ship these things and all of that. Yeah. I'm okay there. Wish I would have done more like the rest of us, obviously. Um, um, but you know, going forward, I think maybe that's actually a tip of advice for artists out there that may be listening is if you're making financial promises for the future, uh, you just have to be disciplined and convert because you never know what's going to happen. It can go to, you know, zero or it can go to a million. Um, but you know, you gotta, you gotta stick to your word and your promises. And, uh, if you don't, then you lose trust and then your project is worthless essentially because trust is so, so important. Um, you're so right. Yeah, that absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Is, and you yeah. can risk you can risk the rest any the rest any way you want to. As a grown adult, uh, you can risk it all, you can convert it all, you can do whatever you want, but create a plan and follow the discipline on the plan. You know, I, I risk too much on a personal level. So, you know, I, I, I certainly uh, haven't uh, haven't made any real money on my projects, but I don't but I've made enough to keep the keep the wheels going, keep the the art coming, keep the project developing, and, and then starting to get creative and doing, you know, cross promos with other great artists. And you know, we yeah. just announced that uh, you know, keep it lunatic and uh, Gotham Apes are gonna be airdropping each other's Genesis holders you know, from their, from their uh, upcoming generative collections, which I think is super cool. And I think we'll see more of that's what um, yeah, that's real, real, real quick though, before it gets too late here, I wanted to announce a uh, fun fun one, the eight bits uh, DM me on Twitter. Uh, congratulations. I congratulations actually, on yeah, your new Lambo. Uh, yeah. I, I just checked out your, uh, your Twitter and you are clearly a community member who's uh, you know, big teens on acid cosmic friends fan. And um, I really, I really love, uh, you know, when, when the Twitter picker picks, you know, true community members uh, versus, you know, giveaway bots and, um, and, you know, um, giveaway farmers. Yeah. Nice. Well done. That's awesome. That's awesome. Just to finish off what we were saying yep. there, I think, 
what um, what made my position so more acute is just the volume of uh, pieces yeah. Yeah, um, that I'm working with. Um, maybe when it's one of ones and a few things, you know, you're, you're not going to lose out necessarily too much. But when you multiply that into the hundreds. Oh, yeah. I um, couldn't imagine. <laughs> it's, uh, Especially international. Are you shipping international too? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, so. <laughs> I don't envy. I don't envy that position. <laughs> yeah, so getting out to the states and uh, to Australia and and the like is um, yeah, it's it's a pretty penny, but it's it is what it is, and um, you know, and I'll, I'll make it all work um, eventually. Um, so, but I've got a lot going out at the moment, which I'm really excited about. I can't wait for them to eventually get into a holder's hands, and and I massively, massively appreciate the patience of all binary punk holders that have been waiting um for for their acrylics and i i really hope that they they are really pleased when they get them so yeah well let's you know uh, the, the the this has been a great conversation that you know time is uh time is cranking away here let's jump into a little bit of um because i want to give you plenty of time to kind of you know promote your projects and promote what's going on um, but let's let's jump into a couple, you know, you know successful strategy session uh, uh, around, you know, kind of indicators that you look for when investing in a project. You know, red flags you look to avoid, um, and you already talked about some of our favorite projects. But you know, just, let's just start there. What are some of the, the indicators you look for, um, and you know, I imagine also provide um, for projects that you believe that are going to be successful that you feel like investing in. Sure, sure. I, I mean, the, the the most important thing it has to be the art first, without without question. You have to like something and to want to buy it. Um, there's really no point. I'm I'm not really one for um, looking at buying something to flip it. Um, I most of my um, I've I've sold very few pieces in my collection, um, and um, so but that's because what I've generally what i've got i really like i'm, I'm not going to lie i've got a few clangers in here like everyone <laughs> um that i that i uh, and i'm not going to name name any names because that's not fair but um uh but i've also got some lovely lovely pieces which i really treasure um so the art is the art first is, is is first and foremost um but then obviously you know where where artists are trying to build value um i think is is really good um you know, offering physicals. I do love that element because I uh, we'll we'll come on to this as well because of something that, that I'm doing. But I, our NFT artists are just as valid as artists in the traditional world. Okay, from from my uh, perspective, and so I like that kind of link between where we are in our in our space and then bringing in physical aspects which have that. Um, essence of um, linking to the traditional world of art, and eventually, I think the the um, uh, the traditional world will accept the NFT space as as a cutting edge area of of art. Full stop. Um, um, but so I, I I kind of feel that the physicals have that kind of link because um, you know when when you do get uh, pieces, I've I've got a couple of wonderful pieces that I've got as physicals. Um, and it's, it's a joy to have, to, to have that, not just as a digital piece, but actually as something which, you know, you can go on your wall and you can, you can view uh, not just on your laptop, but genuinely, genuinely uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. So um, those, those are great. And, and obviously, you know, where people do look to build utility with, with their work. So, you know, the, you might have, um, being uh, an owner of a, um, a Genesis piece offers you the ability to get something new or get an airdrop or something. That's where I do like free mints is where, you know, it's, it's part of that kind of just building out your community and, and, and rewarding your community. Um, but also, you know, like eventually I think staking of, uh, of NFTs, I think that will, I think that will be a really positive area going forward where you can use the asset uh, and the value holds um, for you to then be able to sort of collateralize. I mean, I don't want, I don't, I don't like too much risk, but, um, but I think the value that is hold, held there, it needs to sort of, NFTs need to be seen much more 
in the way that tokens are seen. And there's still there's still a dis- disconnect there, I think. But it, it's coming. It, it will come. So, yeah, that, that's kind of... Yeah, that's. I think that's all great advice. Sarge, what do you think? Yeah, no, everything he said is 100%. Um, same thing I look for. You know, more recently in this sort of bear market, I'm uh, really really honed in focused on buying only uh one ones now of maybe the next generation of up and coming artists on phantom you know mostly through tomb heads um i guess some of the other auction houses have kind of slowed down Uh, i haven't really been i don't know tomb heads is the place for me to go so uh, you know for instance this sunday they're having 50 plus artists release art it's going to be an absolute marathon there but Mm -hmm. There's going to be new artists that, um, you know, like we did a year ago, um, you know, SEPTA dropping in Tomb Heads and Limit Break and releasing their first pieces and, you know, weren't selling for huge amounts right away. But eventually people caught on to the to how cool the art is. And now look what's happening. So, you know, for me, it's always looking at the next, uh, I guess, the next generation of artists that come through Phantom and come through the auction houses. And I'm always looking to uh, to scoop those. Um, yeah and and of course the the physicals as well i have so many physicals and every time one comes in the mail i'm so excited it's like christmas it's like yes i got you know (laughs) opening up the pack you know no one sends me mail ever so to have something sent to me personally that's not amazon or whatever is super exciting uh no matter what's in that box so i love the physicals the staking of course is is always um just something to do with your nft once you buy it instead of having it sit in your wallet Let's mm-hmm. let's get some let's earn on that. So that's always going to be a, something I'm going to look for. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think what? when when you when you can see that an artist is really enjoying what they're doing, and they're continuing to produce and and build their journey, um, there's something that is quite uh, enticing to be part of that and and follow yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. So recently I've been spending more time on Discord and been dropping into different uh, live drawing sessions, specifically with Gimmicks and today with uh, Danetron. And just to see how they create each piece and how much work and time goes into it. And then when they release that for auction, you're just blown away. You're like, I can't believe it. You know, I always wait to, I don't want to see the final piece while they're drawing it. I want to wait to see it on the reveal day. And, uh, it makes me so you know hyped up to to bid on that piece because yeah. I know how much has gone into it. Totally, and let, let's yeah. use let's use this opportunity for you know a an extra special plug for Tombheads, who um, yeah you know has 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 done so much for the Phantom NFT community. It's it's you know you can't even almost put it into words, and they are celebrating. I believe it's the one year anniversary on Sunday. Is that right? That's yep. correct. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, you know, if you're if you're listening to this or you you know, catch it when we release it on iTunes, um, check out Tombheads Auction House. Be there on Sunday. It's the place to be to discover new artists, to really be part of community. It's the definition of, of Phantom NFT community. So check, totally. it, check it out. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just one thing to add uh, in with, with this, when you mentioned also about red flags and um, one, one red flag that is certainly come on my radar is the rise of AI art. Um, and that, it's a little bit of a worry to me because um, I I don't have a problem with AI uh, art where it's, it's obviously AI art. You're, you you know, you're not, you're not trying to create, you're not trying to make out that it isn't Um, that, that can be really cool. What is worrying to me is where now that AI has got so good that people can literally just key in various phrases and, and build and build and build to get, pieces that look so good that you can't tell that they are genuine pieces yeah and so that's why what we've just been talking about there where you're following artists and you know and you hear about their backgrounds and their journeys and and the enjoyment and their production and everything you know it's real art and Mm -hmm. and and so that is going to be a premium going forward especially especially if they share process pieces i think that's kind of a a key and critical component yeah 
Yeah, yeah so I, I highly recommend anyone has the time listening, definitely drop into Repeater, Gimmicks, Danetron, mm. and watch and Teens and watch them draw. It's it's mind blowing, and yeah. you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn yourself. You, I, I sit there with my iPad and I'm sort of drawing along with them. It's really really cool, really unique, and mm. it's a free service. They should charge money because these mm. guys are professional. They have just insane skill that you just can't get anywhere else and it's right at our fingertips so definitely take advantage of that yeah totally totally it's jaw-dropping talent it really is you know to see you know people like gimmicks and repeater seeing his uh, graffiti stuff is unbelievable marcus manson absolutely amazing um you know i'll just i don't know there's there's loads but they're they're the skill uh, to see that you know them produce that is it's just it's so it's infectious and it's really mm-hmm. enjoyable to see the the progression of a piece um yeah, uh, yeah fantastic so uh yeah I, I, I got one more question and then I, and then i wanted to kind of talk about the projects that you're working on but before mm-hmm. that um just to kind of pump things up a little bit uh sarge you want to do a giveaway similar uh similar um uh yeah yeah so go to my pin tweet and do the same thing, like it, retweet it, tag a few friends. Uh, I don't know what NFT, it'll be a nice one. Uh, but whoever wins, will I'll drop it uh, in your wallet and it will be something you'll you'll like, I promise. Yeah, and Sarge uh, never, uh, never lets people down on that. Uh, you know, history, <laughs> his, history uh, you know, he, <laughs> he gave, gave away, uh, who was it? Was that uh, Heels? Yeah, the, the uh, riot a, a riot ghoul one day that was that was pretty cool. Um, and then also, uh, during the show one time, he swept the floor, uh, not the floor, sorry, he swept uh, the number one, the number Uman. one Uman live on the show. That was kind of cool. <laughs> on Ethereum, yeah, Great. not not ranked number one, but the actual yeah. you know, number token, yes. token, token zero, one, zero, yeah. zero, one. That was pretty cool. <laughs> um, so if you're listening, go ahead and do that. Uh, you know, Sarge will run a Twitter picker probably after the show and drop yep. you something special, but make sure you do it. Um, and then, you know, my question here, my last question here, and then we can talk, you know, jump into your projects and, and what you want to, you know, pl- you know, plug and let people know about is, uh, and this is a hard one. This is probably the hardest question we answer, but we ask oh, it anyways, because it's fun is, you know, what is the favorite, what is your favorite NFT that you own right now? And you know, the follow-up, you know, what about you know, a piece that you don't own, but you really want to? Oh, wow. Oh my God. Uh, do I have to, can I only pick one? Uh, that's, that's the hardest part. Uh, um, you know, but you, you can choose one or two, but like, keep it, keep it, uh, you know, relatively small. It's really hard to do, but, uh, I yeah. like to put people on the spot anyways. Sure. Well, I, I'm very fortunate to have the only animated piece in a collection, um, that, um, Golden and Clockworky did called Zyptotech, um, I don't really remember that collection. I own six of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a bunch right. of those, okay. for sure. So I've got the Zero piece, which is the animated one, which is amazing. Um, and, um, yeah, um, that was one I, I, I managed to get at Tombhead. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be the holder of that. So that's, that's pretty special. Um, uh, and a couple where I've had um, uh, physical. So I've got a... Uh, metamorph wandering entities uh which is a really cool obviously animated uh piece digital piece but i've actually he sent me two uh prints as well um and also a, a little handwritten description of the his process and his his ideas behind it which was almost well actually was probably even more uh in, you know, special to me than the printed pieces because it was it was just him, and it's uh, and it's a piece I'm actually gonna just a little like A5 sheet um, and in you know a little pen and ink thing, um, and I'm get it gonna get it um, um, framed and everything because uh, it's just that was just really special to just add something in like that. So that that was really cool, um, and I've got a four uh, piece uh, from. Um, from Dead, which is the Phantom Life um, four piece that he did, which is just so cool. Um, I've got those as prints. So, yeah, I'm pretty lucky. Um, got some other good bit demons, some really lovely bit demons and Poxy skulls and Hay and Lee. 
pieces. Um, do you know what? I, I haven't, this is, this is embarrassing to say, but I haven't got anything of either of you yet. Um, and, and I'm probably... I'll tell you, don't get invited back. <laughs> well, <laughs> Just kidding. I've got another, so Sarge knows this one. I'm probably the, the, the most foolish person uh, in the fountain space because Sarge offered me some of his pieces and I said no um, because um, I don't really know, I, but I, I did his uh, Twitter banner for him. And the reason I did that was because it was a thank you back to, to Sarge for being part of the um, one of the um, original artists on the on Binary Punks. And I was always looking to, to be able to do something to say thank you properly. And when Sarge said, oh, you needed a new Twitter banner, I was like, right, yes. I can huge love. Huge, yeah, it's, that's so, never coming down. That will be there for eternity. I love it. <laughs> So yeah, so um, you know, people probably just dying in their grave here to to know that I actually turned down pieces from Sarge. <laughs> what an idiot! Uh, well, you could you could always collect later on, man. Yeah, there, there's yeah, no yeah, time no time stamp on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's all good, all good fun. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to continue collecting, um, you know, where I can. Um, yeah just just love it like i say it's art first you know awesome awesome well tell tell us about what you got going on i've got about another you know five or so minutes until i gotta run sure. um but would love to hear uh, you know everything that you got uh, cranking right now yeah well the the big thing um i'm working on at the moment is um putting together a uh collab collection with uh vcc who i mentioned uh, earlier in the uh, in the chat um we uh so he he created degenerates i created binary punks um and we thought it was a really cool like completion of a circle to come together and do a do a collection together um so we decided that we would create um punk tapes so my punks his apes and we're we're we you know sort of amalgamated them together um but w within that um, um, I'm very, very lucky to be able to say that uh, we've got a hundred of the best names in Phantom are doing um, artist rares for the collection. Um, uh, and now I, I'm not going to say who they are because what we're, what I'm actually going to be doing is uh, like a re little reveal collection called... Um, mutant binary punk tapes where the hunt there will be a hundred pieces in it a limited edition of 100 pieces that come with acrylics and they will be uh, each one will be linked to the artist uh, that is doing a rare so each one will be a, effectively a one of one um, and uh, it will you will get something that are so as 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 it's minted it's revealed and you'll be able to say oh my god I've got ex-artists so um so they're gonna sort of stay under wraps um i mean we, we could drop some alpha now if we wanted to guys but um you know that's that's up to you yes you please <laughs> yes well, this is the alpha channel please <laughs> so well there's there's definitely there's definitely three people here that are involved um and i'm just trying to see if there's anyone else that's listening uh, i think i could i saw at least one or two other uh, artists who are also involved so three possibly here i think so um that that's as much of a of a teaser as I'll, I'll i'll give for now but um that gives you kind of an idea of as i said you you're both involved and uh, that gives people the idea of the caliber of the hundred artists that are there so that that's an amazing part behind it i'll also be doing um uh, project rares in there as well of phantom projects so um oh, you know some of the, the really cool projects out on phantom like beethoven or um Kampeki, the project i'm in various things like that so and there'll be some phantom um rares as well so just to kind of mix it up and and there'll be some really special pieces for people to potentially mint but the it's got much of a more overarching uh, concept than that. That's just like the initial um, part of it. The The idea is that these 100 artist rares 
the originals will then uh, be auctioned at Tombheads. Um, obviously, the pro- all the proceeds will be split between the artists, so uh, they get that back. And what I like about that is that it's going to be split, uh, an even split between the whole hundred. So it actually gives... I mean, they're, they're all massively talented artists, but it gives some of the maybe smaller names a bit of a leg up um, against some of the bigger names who will no doubt command a, a, a better price when it go, their, their piece goes to auction. So I, I quite like that kind of side of it because um, we're all coming together and, and helping each other. Um, but then finally, the final piece of that is those 100 pieces, original pieces, are going to be the Genesis Collection for an in-real-life art gallery that I eventually want to open. But it might be that initially, before I can open my own gallery, it will be like almost like a travelling uh, collection that I will look to uh, get hosted in other galleries, um, hopefully prestigious galleries um, along the way. So it's th- this is my, my kind of piece about getting the Phantom Art out to a much, much wider audience uh, that it deserves um so the so it's a for me it's a really really exciting uh project that draws sort of everyone together and and i'm absolutely humbled by the the legends that are are involved and uh are doing pieces for it so yeah that's 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 the big the big one that i'm that i'm putting together at the moment um probably looking at I'm I'm looking to try and time the launch of it when the marketplace that I'm heading up comes to Phantom. So, um, so, so roughly speaking, that would maybe be at the end of September. That's that's where uh, that's where we're looking. So that's yeah, that's the kind of big, Ooh. big kind of concept piece for me. Exciting, man! Exciting. Boom. So yeah, I was going to ask: Is it going to be a Phantom only or cross chain on this one on this collection? It's it's Phantom only. There's, there's, as I say, there's too much good art, um, and at the end of the day, I'm I'm only known on on the Phantom Network. Um, so, um, mm-hmm. and I think it it's probably good for it to be single chain at the moment, because for instance, the Phantom Foundation are going to promo it. Um, I'm going to be doing a, a podcast with Simone, um, so um, you know that phantom can get behind it as well because it's all about phantom so um and all all the other projects are going to be phantom projects so that i that i do rares for so you know that that makes most sense to me that's i kind of wanted it to be about us (coughs) about the community our community and launching it out there to a much wider audience and then maybe we might do other stuff as well but you know other chain ones but Phantom is is the is the genesis for me, and and that's how I felt it needed to be uh, for this as a project. So, um, yeah, very cool, very cool stuff. Um, anything else, uh, Sarge? You wanna you wanna you know, plug anything upcoming? Uh, pl- well, we have that the big Phantom block party is this Saturday. Mm. Yeah. So that's something everyone should, uh, if you know, drop in, even if it's for a few minutes, say what's up. That should be cool. Um, and then, of course, again, Tomb Heads, the first birthday auction on Sunday. Uh, I think right uh, right now the Southern Empire is doing their mixtape mint with, with our boy Nimbus. Oh, if I'm not mistaken, that's happening right now. I could be wrong, but uh, definitely going to go check that out. Um, support Nimbus, support those guys. Yep. And then also Masochist over on H-Bar tomorrow. He's minting over there. So, again, help out our boy. If you need to figure out how to get money over onto H-Bar, there's a whole thing in, in Potluck's Discord on how to do it. It's real easy. I did it the other day, so no problem. And, again, trying to get that cross-chain, just seamless. Uh, who cares what chain it's on? Let's just mint our mint out our uh, family here. That's, that's the plan. So that's all I got. Well... Thanks for listening to The Broom Closet, NFT insights and strategies from the biggest collectors. If you like what you hear, join the conversation. Download and subscribe for free on iTunes to get new episodes as they become available. Also on Spotify. And if you get a minute, give us a little rating. Give us a you know five-star, four-star, three-star, whatever. Um, you know, show us that we're, uh, we're doing this the right way. And we appreciate 
each and every one of you. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today. We will be back next week. All right. Acid Cat to the winner. So uh, I'll be doing that drawing here in a minute. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Thanks Julian. Thanks for the time. Bye, guys. Cheers.